0: I love
1: good
2: music. It's Just the good stuff, baby.
0: Pirates of the Caribbean. I never understood. What is it with the water there? Like, what? What? Disney adults. They either want to bathe in it, they want to drink it, they want to bottle it. I don't understand.
1: It's because the water is not chlorinated. It uses bromine, so it has a very distinct smell. It's nostalgic.
0: Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bromine isn't that noxious? Like, isn't that toxic? Well, so so is chlorine. That's true. <laughs> just, yeah, just like a a
1: different way to purify water. There, there are bromine pools. Mm. Um, also, like a lot of the rides have like a specific scent that they kind of like. Gotcha. Amp up, yeah. Mm-hmm. For pirates, it's like dust. <laughs> they have like, they, they have, like a certain a certain essential oils blend that smells like you know a pirates' armpit. Ash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bromine. Interesting. Interesting. The sense. The theme park water smells different. And Six Flags water isn't even purified.
2: Just <laughs> Six Flags water is Dasani. It's spit. It's mostly spit. <laughs> it's Dasani and piss. <laughs> it's the runoff from Austell, Georgia. Still, the most Georgia thing I'll say. I still stand by Dasani. I don't. I don't buy into the the internet uh, hate against it. Kingdom bottled water. waters. I it's, know it is. It's tap water. Yeah, but you know, I was born on. Any, under any of those tastes like tap water. I'm condi- I'm conditioned to enjoy it more than anything else. Um, I I found a uh, who was it? The post of that water sommelier from TikTok. Oh. oh yeah, yep, he's great.
1: So now, thanks to him, I only buy if it's glacial on it because uh-huh. I know uh-huh. I'm not spending money on bottled water. No, unless I'm thirsty.
0: Yep, glacial <laughs> water, a, spring water, naturally yeah. sourced. That's what's important. That, that's that's the key it, word so to
2: look for. It's like French vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Vanilla and hazelnut. I just use a Brita filter, and I'm fine. Let's see. That's fine. Even, that's yeah. that's
0: what he says. He's like, if you're gonna drink tap water, then drink it out of a Brita. Don't go buy bottled tap water. It's defeating the purpose. Yeah. Like the sun.
1: And you get like a cool bottle that you can use as a blunt weapon.
0: Yeah.
1: If you get the the Iceland one, it's yeah. like, like a hard glass bottle. It's a dollar more for some reason. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Good for good for winging at people. <laughs> Our kids are going to get this bottle.
2: <laughs>
1: it's a racetrack.
0: Yeah, it's going to carry gonna, it with me. It'll crack a skull without like breaking its own foundation, so you can use it two or three times, which is what's yeah. great about that bottle.
1: It's like a hotline lime my weapon Master sword is broken.
2: <laughs> so I've clocked my third skull with my Iceland bottle of water. Wait, you can't... You can't break the Master Sword of Breath of the Wild, can you? You can, but it comes back. Yeah. Okay. It has a mystical charge that you break. Okay. I haven't, obviously, I think I'm hours away from getting it, but I, uh... okay, good to know.
1: I found it on accident. You can get it pretty early. I might have to look that up, but we'll find out. (laughs) No, you got to wander through the woods and
2: find it. Also, spoiler, it's in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many woods. (laughs) There you go. Got to find it. All right. Well, everyone welcome to episode 217 of radish this is the the podcast where the show and tell podcast where we bring you the good stuff and only the good stuff every week i am your host uh the late the unfortunate i've gone uh, uh interpol finally got me and uh, filled me with enough voltage uh to punish me for my predictable predicting crimes uh i'm that's, good. that's yeah. a good way to die this year yeah
0: i'm sorry i'm sorry you died again
2: it happens these yeah. things happen. So, so sorry I died. <laughs> so sorry I died.
0: Cl- closed casket heaven.
2: funeral for Sean. I'm not in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> they had to get an Chung extra long, no matter what. They had to get an extra long casket for me because my hair was sticking straight up. <laughs> Actually, Sean
0: was eviscerated so terribly that he got a candle and a picture, and that was <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> they brought the Interpol Coyote Unit. <laughs> 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 the Scotland Yard Hounds the Baskerville. <laughs>
1: Sean got a description of him and a candelabra. <laughs> <I remember laughs> one of things the things you let go, lu- lu- Luma something. Oh, the candle in the bag that always sets fire to itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> luminaries.
0: Yeah, luminaries. Yes.
1: That didn't sound right. That's not- well, I don't know. I think it's a, a, a it sounded
0: like English, so yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Will. Uh, I will be uh, holding a quick non-denominational vesper service in Sean's <laughs> memory. <laughs> I am going to pass around the collection plate. No, you don't get to ask where it's going.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm Tyler, and I totally meant to bring a casserole to the ceremony. It just crept up on me. I'm so sorry. I brought napkins, though. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> Colby had napkins. I, I know he's, we said it was on Monday, but it, I forgot it was Monday until halfway through the day. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry to Sean. <laughs> may you rest in peace.
2: We made the Google Doc for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're the only person bringing a casserole to my funeral, Tyler. Oh, well, you better hope I remember.
1: <laughs> what kind of casserole you're bringing? As a as a Minnesota adjacent person, you got you got a big big shoes to fill here. I know, right? big wooden shoes,
0: <laughs> big 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 clogs. Probably like a green bean casserole. I think you like green beans, right, Sean?
2: That's not so bad. Yeah, you know, you get okay. the green onion, the fried green onions on top, the cheese, the green beans. That's not so terrible. I wouldn't turn down a green bean casserole. I mean, I would. Don't, don't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. he's too into it. <laughs> my 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 opinion does not matter because I will not be there. Right. Uh, regrettably.
0: Hopefully, your your kids or whoever is going to be surviving you will uh, will like it.
2: Yeah, that'd be a great casserole thing to say. instead I of like, like a. A, a wedding RSVP. You just send all your friends and loved ones like a funeral, like RSVP is saying like, regrettably I will not be able to be here, but I hope you will.
0: Damn, That's depressing. You got to know you're going to be able to write something like that.
1: Delish.com 69 casserole recipes. No
2: way that was an accident. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh,
1: These all look pretty good. Green bean was number two.
2: <laughs> Who invented the casserole?
1: Just a really sad person. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, we get all that one ceramic the pantry. Pan. We get all the things in the pantry in a dish and heat it up.
1: This will bring back Aunt Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Casserole is just, I wonder if it started off as like an offering to like dead people. It's <laughs> just like, well, maybe this will, maybe this will work.
0: Yeah. It's, Everything about to go bad or just went bad in the pantry.
2: Go we don't know there. what to use this cream of mushroom soup for. Pour it in a pan with chicken. It might taste good. <laughs>
1: you got broccoli? Egg? Sure. God, meatball sub-casserole really is- No, that's no, too far. Too far. Uh-uh. No, it looks like you can't. No, It looks like a lasagna, no. but with meatballs on
2: top. Casseroles, uh, well, I mean, you can say lasagna. John's
1: going to be a purist about casseroles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like I said, you can bring whatever casseroles. I won't be there.
1: I'm bringing the meatball sub.
2: That's fine. You have to answer to my other f- f- friends and loved ones. I'm going
1: to dump it into your open grave.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Will, Will and I are the only ones there. I forgot
0: to send the invites to. <laughs> <laughs> Just Just chuck lowered into
1: the ground. Then I go, and here's lunch. Through <laughs> a Pyrex dish in behind him. <laughs> I'm booed out of the funeral. They have to dig him back up. <laughs>
2: Raccoons keep going to this grave. Why? I mean, we can just put the dirt on
1: top,
0: but it seems wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, I also got to dig it up because my mom lent me the Pyrex, and she wants. Yeah, you can't
2: get rid of that <laughs>
1: <dish>. <laughs> Came with my Iceland bottle of water.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, this week uh, we're talking about uh, another entry into the thieves' guild. Boy, oh boy, hey. people keep cheating in uh, uh, offshoot professional sports. Can't wait to talk about this. Uh, then we're talking a, uh, internet mini series. I've really enjoyed, I I gotta say, taking a step aside, I've really enjoyed this kind of like how we go over the dock at the top of just like, here are two things that the other two people brought that I don't know what they are. Uh, we're talking, I think an internet mini series as well as, I don't know, for (laughs) profit college, Tyler will explain. And then either that or a basketball camp Tyler recently went to. Um, Tell her I went to correspondence school. (laughs) 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 About to shoot three pointers. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, Then I'm going to be talking. uh, We're welcoming in the spooky season uh, with one of my recent favorite finds that fits in perfectly uh, a reality reality competition show that fits in wonderfully with the Halloween season. And then finally, to finish it off, we're talking about the most frightening, traumatizing uh, experiences of our childhood that we watched on TV. I have to specify, don't
0: Don't bring our childhood traumas.
2: Yeah, don't bring that stuff. We, we <laughs> I don't think any of one of us is us qualified enough <laughs> to handle that. I, okay. But <laughs> Tyler's crossing off things on a piece of paper. Yeah, I just I think my, my childhood was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Wife Swap.
1: <laughs> Bank, it's my dad good got caught me. in the Wheel of Fortune.
0: <laughs> I had to watch it. They didn't cut. <laughs> Would be worse the Wheel of Fortune wheel getting caught in that, or getting caught in the wheel on the uh, Price is Right. Probably the price is right, because you'd be ground into a paste. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel what like they... Wheel of Fortune wheel, because it's it's a horizontal thing, and I can, like, I'm picturing, like, your shoulder and arm being just, like, completely disembodied, Ooh. whereas, like, the price is right wheel, best of, you know, best thing, best case scenario, you're just getting thrown over the top. Mm. Which wouldn't happen, because you spent it down. Yeah, you'd be it going just, under it. it. It
1: would pull you down and there's no way they have enough clearance. It would just hit you in the head over and over again like Beaker and Muppet Vision.
2: Uh, yeah, fine. Cool. But, but Wheel of Fortune, that's if you're going with it, that's like, you know, industrial machinery. Your arb's gone.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. At the and at the end
1: of the night, everything on the surface of the wheel is what they feed Vanna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> bits of sandwich and stuff that, that Pat Sajak has kind of tossed onto the wheel is, do you think he's being cute, no that's Vanna's dinner <laughs> she, she gets on the wheel and she hunkers down
2: and she gets in all fours and just eats the crumbs off the wheel, that's how the wheel is so shiny and Pat Sajak rips off his mask and he's still Pat Sajak but he's Pat Sajak from that episode of the Rugrats and he laughs, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> spoilers for the final segment yeah. <laughs> gonna be a lot of Rugrats um, mentions
0: he loves her. He makes the, he laughs. or He makes the Scooby Doo noise. One of the two. Both are terrible.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is his laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear about cheating?
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. The story comes to us from Ohio, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Thief uh, capital winners, of
1: the world. Winners. The what? <laughs> the thief capital of the world. I thought yeah. you said the teeth capital, and I was like, also that. Nope. Also yeah. the
0: teeth capital.
1: Yeah. Um, so the Lake Erie walleye trail tournament, while I's a kind of fish, mm-hmm. uh, not the rapper. <laughs> um, uh, there was a $29,000 prize at stake. Damn. Um, these, these two gentlemen, two pro fishers whose names are, uh, sh- the first one's name, last name is Jacob Runyon and Chase Kamensky. You're they, signing up for your fishing tournament. <laughs> Think again. Um, they won, uh, they, they brought in five fish by the judge's estimate. They should have been about 20 pounds of fish. (laughs) They put it on the scale and it was 33. (laughs) Wow. And so they didn't, I think the record was like 16 too. Like they, they, Mm. they, they they did a good job. And then the the judge was like, no way this fish is seven pounds (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he feels it and he feels like a rock inside the fish. And he's like, what's going on here? So he cuts it open and there are egg size lead weights in all of the fish. Wow. <laughs> and there's a great video of this judge cutting open the fish yelling, like, "We got weights in the fish." <laughs> <laughs> what I can only describe as like the mob from Resident Evil 4 coming out of the
0: woodwork around these people. Honestly, the mob the mob from Frankenstein. Like if they yeah. had <laughs> they, if they had pitchforks and torches, he'd be dead.
2: It's and just, the sudden uproar of the, the guy, like everyone's just kind of standing around in what looks to be a Bass Pro Shop's parking lot <laughs> off the side of a local highway. And then the guy shouts, We've got weights and fish. And then so many curse words just hurled in there. <laughs> <laughs> just like, Oh, you piece of shit. And it's just that it's like set, it's like three dozen NPCs from. A fishing video game? I don't know. Just like walking up closer to these guys and (laughs) close again. One of the replies said, like, when the the video game couldn't afford a second voice actor, all
1: the (laughs) NPCs are one guy. There was one of them that was calling for the guy to be hanged. Like, he he was. Well, so they're going, call the police. And at first, I'm like, (laughs) what are the police going to do with the guy who put weights in a fish? But this guy made uh, a third of a million dollars last year as a pro Mm -hmm. fisher. Uh, and even if last year was all legitimate, and he just decided to pull the weights out for the Lake Erie walleye trial, um, like he, he could never do it again. Like they, they'll, yeah. they'll never have him do this again. My favorite thing is he also put just cuts of other fish inside the fish, just to, just to, <laughs> in case the lead weights weren't enough. Oh man, <laughs> four ounces of another fish has to get stuffed inside this fish.
0: Jeez, if he didn't put the, uh, the weights in there, it could be a delicious dish. Yeah, could be.
1: Fish yeah. fish.
2: <laughs> you ever had fried walleye? No? Well... No. Because <laughs> is Ohio landlocked? No. They have lakes. No. The, yeah. the, the, the Lake Erie. Yeah, they have the strongest landlocked state energy of any other state.
1: Yeah, they have the energy of someone who's never been outside.
2: Mm-hmm. The homeschool kid of the United States. <laughs> sure. That and That's locked. Utah. And Utah. Yeah.
1: yeah. A lot of flyover states have big uh, jeans and no belt energy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, Utah's more the homeschool kid. Ohio's the kid who still got in trouble for biting people, like, well in the middle school. Like, that's that's the kid that Ohio
1: is. What's funny is that the guy who got second place in this tournament was also disqualified for having a computer in his ass.
2: Ah! By bridge. See, I,
0: I was wondering. I was wondering how he got the fish. Like maybe the fish were up there, but
2: <laughs> he ordered the walleye tickler off of Amazon. <laughs> something he didn't expect, but he thought, "I'll use it."
1: Oh, I I, I I love that he was going like, "Call the police! We got weights and fish." <laughs> The, the, the Cincinnati or whatever, Cleveland, 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 the <laughs> Cleveland police are going to show up and put this guy in the paddy wagon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I guess they just like leave, like, what's, the, you only see the footage of like the realization, but I guess those guys leave and then everyone just kind of leaves the parking lot. And- well, they're at the, they're at the judging
1: table. So I guess right. whoever gets second wins and yeah. has a story. Yeah.
2: I mean, it that guy is, must have been so pissed. Thinking about it, it is incredibly easy to cheat at fishing because you just go out on your boat. You can have anything on that boat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They said it's rampant. You can bring your own fish.
2: Yeah. And bring
0: them back. <laughs> just
2: swing through Kroger
0: on the way out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Magnus Carlson also lost this tournament.
0: Uh, yeah, he did. It
2: was
1: really bad. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to get away from it all into Cleveland. Yeah. Got stomped again.
2: <laughs> got stomped in the walleye tournament. Well, you know, to, uh, to these fishermen, I say. Are they in the Thieves Guild if they get caught? I guess they got last uh, one's haul.
0: I think, yeah. No, I think, yes. If it's a, a uh, interesting enough attempt.
2: Yeah. I feel okay.
1: like
0: you can. Yeah.
1: I guess we wouldn't be covering them if they were never caught.
2: Exactly.
0: If it' be blowing up somebody's situation. <laughs> Well, like, I don't hey, know I never got caught. I don't know if the guy who, who stole all those skulls was caught. That was me.
2: That was, oh cool. <laughs> That's the, the most kind confession. <laughs> That's me. That's me, I, I'm also a dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh well, what have you got uh as far as good stuff goes this week?
1: Uh do y'all feel
0: that? I don't know how I can.
1: <laughs> there's uh,
0: there's, no. if,
1: you, if you push your hand and the envelope I sent you, you should be able to feel that. Oh. Um, there is a weird uh, uh, resurgence in, in the air in the zeitgeist right now. I don't mm-hmm. know what it I don't know what caused this. MCR is touring. I went to Cumberland Mall this weekend and it was happening. We went to Hot Topic and Damn. it was it was hot topic and they, it was full of people. They take Venmo now at hot topic, which is wow. weird. Oh, good to know. I have a card, um, but that still sounds fun. Uh, I guess malls are just, it, it was packed. So we
2: got, we got, we got my chemical romance doing a tour. I can we vouch. Got, they, they still fucking got it, baby. Great show. I saw them two weeks ago. Fantastic. Early time.
1: 2000 scene culture is coming back, baby. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we're at the point on the, on the wheel where, uh, where it's 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 two thousand four's turn to come back. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Yeah.
1: Hope you all are ready to watch Borat. Um, I know I am, My uh, life. but I wanted to
0: talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's Borat, right? My
2: Knife.
1: <laughs> uh, I want to talk about a show called Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt. Um, it is uh, very much the same way that Nickelodeon made Avatar because they were like, we could make an anime. Uh Panty and Stocking is Studio Gynax who did Evangelion, uh Gurren Lagan fully coolly. Um so they turned in a trigger? Left.
2: We talked about yes. this last week.
1: Yeah, the guy who made Panty and oh. Stocking and Gurren Lagan made Trigger. Okay. Um after Gurren Lagan, he showed I believe the story, I could be getting this one. I believe the story is he showed his studio like Invaders In and Powerpuff Girls, and was like, this is what we're making next. Mm-hmm. And he made basically a early 2000s Cartoon Network cartoon about two angels who kill ghosts. And it's extremely crude. And it's extremely the most like, I think it came out in 2012. Uh, but it, it feels like something you'd watch on Newgrounds in 2008. Mm. It has this like absolutely nonstop profanity and crude humor. And it looks like, you know, it should be on Cartoon Network Fridays. Mm-hmm. And the English dub's fantastic. It's got Jamie Markey and Monica Rial. Who are both both great and also like wrote a bunch of the jokes for it because a lot of them didn't translate. I highly recommend it mm-hmm. uh, if that's your thing. So if you're out there and you're you got your c- uh, Cookie Monster pajama pants on, you're out there <laughs> walking the mile. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you got your if you got your uh, your palms tucked into your uh, hoodie sleeves, mm. um, because there is a new season coming out next year, I think. Oh my god! Ooh, wow. After ten years, um, Trigger got the rights to it because I guess the guy. Gainax, I guess, still owned them, but mm-hmm. the original creator got the rights back, and they're making a the second season. So everything uh, holds up. Spork is old and is new again.
2: Nice.
1: <laughs> do do they go to the moon at the end? It does have the ridiculous Gynax ending. Yes. Okay. Okay. It does not have the moon, but it does get they go to space. They just yeah, all the wheels fall off. Okay. Cool. My favorite thing about the show is that first of all, there's there's lots of animation going on. There's like, there's like the Cartoon Network stuff. There's one episode. It's all like very serious, like Satoshi Kon style. And one episode, like for a brief second, it cuts to like South Park style, where it's Mm. all just like paper cutouts. One episode is entirely. The camera never moves with camera. And it's just from the back of their TV. And it's just their living room for 15 minutes as people come and go in the living room. (laughs) But it's so good. Oh, That's fun. Uh, some of them are kind of hit or miss, but overall it's a fun time. Um, when at the end, whenever they blow up the ghost, there is a, uh, when they, when they kill it, the, when they kill the enemy in every episode, they've Gynax has built like a, like a paper mache replica of the monster that they blow up with fireworks and film. It.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and so
1: every episode just cuts abruptly to like this, like cell phone camera footage of this like paper mache model getting blown up in the studio. <laughs> then it gets back to the cartoon. It's brilliant. Great. A lot we watch it. It's on Crunchyroll. Mm. Uh, probably elsewhere.
0: Uh, well, Crunchyroll's about to fall. You know, <laughs> it's it's it? Right? it lost the rights to Bleach. Thousand Year Blood War will not be on Crunchyroll.
1: Solely Shut on it all down. Uh, it is only on Crunchyroll and Funimation, so.
2: Okay, Crunchyroll. Roll. <laughs> yeah, it's got incredible, from how you describe it, well, incredible Kablam energy, and as you said, Cartoon to Cartoon Fridays, so.
1: Yeah, I'll give this. Yeah, you. it's, it's like if, yeah, it's, it's. It's. I wouldn't watch it at work. It's not like.
2: It's a, it's one of the only anime where I'm like, this is an embarrassing. It's just very gross. <laughs> if Hiho Puffyami Yumi was on Adult Swim. Yes. Fantastic. Well, My Show and Tell also kind
0: of harkens back to like mid two thousands energy. Honestly, like early two thousands a little bit more. Because but, it's basketball um, camp. It's basketball camp. Everybody go to basketball camp when they were six and seven. Just I did. All right, this is yep. my, Sean, this is my childhood trauma. Um, no, i just kidding. I'm <laughs> just, just a kidding. scary a <laughs> Your
2: time starts now.
0: Uh, no, you guys obviously play Roller Coaster Tycoon, but do you ever play any of those other, like, tycoon adjacent games, like School Tycoon and Mall Tycoon and. I like transport tycoon. Transport tycoon. Okay, so there's some other like you know business sims out there that you can like build a school or build a mall or build a transportation system, uh, and this kind of harkens back to that. So it's called Two Point Campus. It's by Two Point Studios, which also did Two Point Hospital, which in which you could build a hospital, but that came out in 2018, right before a global pandemic, and at that point I was like, Ugh, I'm not feeling that. But this one I'm definitely feeling is. More respirators. <laughs> <Yes>. oh, <God. laughs> Good Lord. I um... I was crying over a switch. <laughs> <laughs> But pretty much in this, it's just like one of those classic tycoon games. You're building a university. So you're oh. building the classes. You're building the uh, dorm rooms, the sports facilities. You're making sure all the students are happy. You're managing all the money you're spending. You're, um, and and it's, it's kind of like in that cartoony style of like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, and it's, it's like updated. That's it's pretty HD for, for what it is. Um, All of the two-point games take place in the same universe, which that's interesting, I guess, but um, (laughs) in... In the overworld, the music is this radio. It was the same in the other one, I think. In the overworld, it's this radio station that's playing all these different radio, um, just radio shows and radio stations from across this two-point world, and it has some really, really kind of like funny, silly bits, but also really, really good overworld music, which is you know something you don't really think about for games like this, but uh, it it really kind of facilitates the the fun. it has both a campaign mode as well as a sandbox mode just like those classic PC <laughs> games of 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 yore um There's really nothing else I can say about this game. It's very silly, very fun, great way to spend a few hours or the whole entire weekend, depending on how OCD you are with this kind of stuff like I am. (laughs) Um, I'm currently playing it on Game Pass on PC. It's available to anybody who's got that. But it's also on literally every single platform out there. Like, I could see this being a super fun, chill game on the Switch, where you could just, like, bring it around with you, chill on the couch playing it. But also, hey, if you want to get this on the PS5 and play this game in all its HD glory, go ahead. HDR. 60 yeah. fps 2.0 point <laughs> yeah. I don't think it needs that but uh, it, it runs great on my PC um, but uh, it's a fun game it, like like I said it's 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 like a nostalgia factor for me cuz I used to play these kind of games yeah, yeah. back on the family PC like in the early
2: <laughs> 2000s so Now got to
1: stop installing all those games they're making the PC slow <laughs> Exactly
2: you're right <laughs> Now with you know with those like past like sort of simulation games that sort of management style the, the fun the real fun was always in putting <laughs> the people in disasters like SimCity, city you can have like earthquakes volcanoes and roller coaster tycoon you can make a lake and drop someone in it what sort of disasters are there in a two-point campus and good god I, think- I hope they're not topical <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, honestly, uh, I haven't run
0: up against it. Like, you can't, like, drown someone like you can in Roller Coaster tycoon. I think they've cleansed that
2: um, f- from Should these I kinds ask, of
0: games.
1: What kind of disaster can you wreak on a
2: game? <laughs> I'm just like, hey, we've got the, the animal biology course, and the chimpanzee got too superpowered, and now he's out. Mm, no. Or, like, the clown college course, it took its natural course, and now it's out. Or I don't know an outbreak of the clap. College, college game day is here. College game <laughs> All day. All the roads is here. are shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> have you had to like slap the wrists of any fraternities or sororities or? Oh yeah, I mean people fail and shit. Like,
0: there's there's that. No, you can't kill people or destroy your campus or anything like that. Which has anyone brought a,
2: a cow into your office? No. Okay.
0: They, they, they brought in like
2: three cows and written one, two, and four on them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Real classics. Real Has classics. the
2: other rival school come and taken your uh, bronze statue of your mascot? Mm-mm. I gotta wait you ever for get two got a campus cans snakes? I gotta wait for the disasters to come, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll update you if they ever do.
1: Sean and I are gonna code
2: 2.0. Point, <laughs> point campus two point campus two point oh. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's just gonna be we got the the college disasters in it this time. The toilets are flooded everywhere. Oh no. There's a murderer. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the big one. There's been a massive panty raid in the co-ed dorm. <laughs> like, where, where's the fun, man? That's it's true.
1: Curly snapped.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want
1: to tell your Hey Arnold story that much, Will? I think about Hey Arnold a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> Great show. Can I ask... Can I ask... Yeah. Ask what? What was the deal with Oscar? Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the Polish one, the, guy? Yeah, because at the point of Hey Arnold was like, oh, he's like a kid in the city, and he has all these cool, diverse friends, and like he had Mr. Nguyen, yeah. who was like a cool Vietnamese guy who re- reunited with his daughter, and then he had Oscar, who was a Polish guy who stole money and couldn't reach.
2: Yeah, he was a sad Polish man. <laughs> wow. Every episode
0: was just like, this guy sucks, he can't even read. What was oh, what was the thing that he had to repeat for in the reading episode? It was the, the pet, the cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just like that there was always, like, really progressive characters, and then just like, oh, yeah, and
1: then this stupid Polish guy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the oldest book. joke <laughs> in who, the book. Who will steal money from
2: you. Poor <laughs> wife.
1: <Why? laughs> <Why>? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Even yeah, his wife was like worked two jobs. He no, he. I think he got a heartfelt episode or two, right? Or am I thinking of just missed? Well, it was me? it was the
0: read and pet the kitty episode. Was the <laughs> was the heartfelt episodes? The one where they get into it that he can't read. <laughs> oh man!
1: It's like they were like, oh, all right, like here's here's like you know different races and different incomes and different <laughs>
2: things, and Polish people can't read. Let's get a Polak in there. <laughs>
0: If you search I... Oscar, hey Arnold, the first thing the people also ask is did Susie divorce Oscar
2: <laughs> <laughs> so was, I can't even do it. Oh my you God keep the money
0: at some point before hey Arnold, the jungle movie, Susie divorces Oscar and moves out of the boarding house. Good, good for her
2: yeah good for Susie they stay winning that show was full of just a great cast of characters man what a what an Oscar what a special show. And Oscar. And Oscar. <laughs> Oscar Kokoschka.
1: <laughs> sounds like J.K. Rowling name.
2: Yeah. It does. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask about, like, Sid or Stinky. There's a fourth no. grader named Stinky. No, that's all just I, I I can suspend
1: disbelief for fourth graders. It's yeah. like a bunch of adults got together and were like, we need an adult figure in
0: Arnold's life who's a deadbeat. means <laughs> Polish. Apparently Kakoshka in Russian means poop. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. Google at least. (laughs) Literally named him Oscar (laughs) Poo. Poor guy.
2: Oh, the (laughs) Polish. We were conditioned to enjoy our parents' Polish jokes, thanks to Craig Bartlett. He's named after
1: an Austrian artist, which I guess is not the worst one you could be named after. (laughs) They hate that guy. Like they hate the music. He's
0: he's
1: not he's not the least popular Austrian artist. Trivia under the Hey Arnold Wiki. Incredible. Oscar is revealed to be illiterate and Oscar can't read. Though Arnold gives him lessons and he slowly gets better. why they put slowly in there? <laughs> as good as he can. Oh,
0: okay. For 12
1: minutes. The next piece of trivia is Oscar didn't learn to read until he was 38 years old.
0: <laughs> Damn, he's 38?
1: Looks like shit. He and or- Susie didn't own a vehicle. He's implied to have a driver's license in The Racing
2: Mule. <laughs> I need to see what Susie looks like.
1: Uh, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. uh okay. looks Kristen Wig. Yeah.
2: Looks
1: too good. Oh, for
2: Oscar. sure. Oh, I forgot she was with Oscar.
1: Okay. Oscar states that he is from Lithuania in one episode, as he's as he's undercover, revealing he could possibly be Lithuanian. So he's not explicitly Polish.
2: Okay.
1: He's just Eastern
2: European. <laughs> the wake of the oh. Cold War, we're gonna make. He's <laughs> an European character who is just the so most annoying. Heritage.
1: <laughs> just, why is there so much conflicting information on the fandom site? Sorry, I have been thinking about Oscar all day. It's not good for you. It's you not. Shouldn't, you shouldn't think about him. I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> oh,
2: oh boy. Money. Well, in this week's uh, show and tell segment, I have brought. I've talked about Drag Race before. I've talked about my love and adoration for it. It's continuously one of the best, or the best, as far as I see it, reality competition show on TV. But earlier this year, I really forgot how it came about. But uh, we decided to throw on the drag competition show that is featured, that is the most popular show on Shudder. Um, which if you don't have Shutter this time of year, highly recommend. Oh. It is almost necessary. They have an incredible horror movie and just horror-related lineup. With that, they also host uh, the Boulay Brothers' Dragula. I'm sorry that I brought Dracula this week and it's not uh, about I thought of a monster's car or the Rob Zombie song. I apologize. I have dug through so many ditches <laughs> <laughs> in preparation for this show and tell. I, I apologize. Maybe you know I, I don't think we'll get caught. I may you know throw the audio of Dracula underneath the segment. We'll find out. In any case, um, Dracula is hosted by the Boulay brothers, uh, better known as Morda and Swanthula, but, uh Boulay. They are nightlife promoters, horror TV personalities. They have become queer icons. They are uh, have become like the true alternate to like the RuPaul of the drag world in terms of like they're bent towards horror and alternative art. They are just a, a, a uh, promoter or they, I, I can't f- find the word, but they represent all these things of just like the alternative to the clean pageantry and popularity that comes with RuPaul's drag race.
0: Where do they stand on
2: fracking? Uh, they are likely very against it. As far as I know. They
1: also had a fracking phone. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> That's the other thing, is that the Boulay brothers, uh, they are only known through their um, stage names of, you know, Morton and S- uh, They Their personal lives are kept incredibly private. All we know is that they are not actually brothers, but they are a couple and they have been together for over 20 years. We do not know. They have not, as far as I know, been photographed out of drag. They are often seen. I'm going to drop a picture in the chat of their signature looks um, but they are most often seen in just like their white out uh contacts and these like incredibly glamorous, horror inspired looks.
1: What if they're both dreary? That's uh, Tyler's getting close.
2: Ah, uh, I was gonna
1: say daft punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if they're daft punk?
2: That'd be sick. They're not French though. Um, so Dragula is, has like I said, an underground drag competition show with a horror bent um in which the competitors compete for instead of the you know America's next drag superstar, they compete for drag's next super monster. Um and they really like they emphasize the fact that Drag is an art and artist objective. So it's not like you're not going to see, like, as, as I said, like the traditional like pageantry sort of like campy drag looks that you're used to seeing. They really give freedom to the artists to do what they want with their drag, with their art in terms of just like dressing up, makeup, costume making. Um, where did I put my notes? Uh, and special effects. Um, for instance, we watched the most, we watched last year's season, season four, like I said, back in the summer. Um, season four begins with like introducing you to all the queens. They all show up in this like dive bar situation and then they introduce themselves and it's, you know, pretty fun. And like you see like the looks and you're like, okay, yeah, this is a fun group of people. And instead of like saying like, okay, we're going to do a photo shoot challenge, like the beginning of every drag race season, the Boulet brothers put them through a, a haunted house obstacle course. Nice. So they're taken through, like, a full-fledged, like, there are scare actors, they're strapped into, like, uh, fixtures where they're, like, dumped, like, a wall-like tilt, and they're, like, thrown back on a slide. They have to crawl through, like, awful, disgusting things, and they get the life frightened out of them. And then they show up on the other side, and the Boole brothers are like, welcome to Dragula, you made it. And it's so much fun to watch all these drag queens just go and get terrified while also looking pretty terrifying themselves. It's just it's it immediately presents itself as a very different and very fun show. Uh another instance, instead of like, you know, Drag Race has like the lip sync for your life, where they, they have the bottom two queens compete to stay with the uh the pop song of the week, and they have the lip sync to it, and whoever does the best stays. It's great, but what Dragula does is that they do what's called an extermination challenge. So there's no lip syncing. There's no like you know acting challenge there's nothing like that they basically put these queens through fear factor style challenges like the first episode the bottom two queens are buried alive six feet beneath the ground with bugs dropped into like glass coffins that they have to like endure there's also like an electric shock challenge there's a bull riding challenge there's a, a seaside photo shoot challenge where they have to like get on top of rocks and like withstand the waves and look the best it is truly just like you're watching these artists like go through a shit ton to like try and prove themselves and one of the best parts of the thing that really sets dragula apart is each episode each week is themed you're used to that that's fine like every competition show there's a themed week you know great british bake off has bread yeah. week uh it's it, that sort of thing Dracula starts off with a small a short film at the top of the show, kind of in, introducing the theme of the week. So like for the Western week, they have just kind of like a old town, like old timey 40s style Western like show where the Boulay brothers and like a, a sidekick member are just kind of like in a spooky Western theme. And then like a plot introduced, like there's a problem going on, like somebody keeps eating the rabbits or whatever. and then you go through the show where the queens come in they're given a challenge of like you know make the best sci-fi western look and they go through the drama and the workshop and then they present the looks at the end of the show which also worth noting when they present the challenges there's no like banter there's no like oh you know they're making jokes about the looks or like making comments as you watch it you're basically watching like this electro house music video with these Queens, like doing the sickest poses against like these bright flashing lights with like excellent camera work. And it's like, really gets you like hyped up and like, Oh man, they look great. Or like, Oh, they look awful. And then they like (laughs) finally cut to the end where, like I said, they don't judge the drag itself. They judge how well they follow the assignment. So like the way they
1: understood the assignment precisely. Mm
2: -hmm. But yeah. Um, And then at the end of that, they uh, decide who the, you know, the top is. And they decide who the two bottom are. And the two bottoms are sent off to the extermination challenge. And you watch the extermination challenge. (laughs) But but then you never really know who lost until they follow up at the end of the episode with the, you know, part two of the short film you saw at the beginning. And basically it introduces, like, it's like, all right, here comes the killer. And basically it's like... They show the contestant or a representation of the contestant being killed off. Like at the end of the Western episode, they uh, bring back a look where I guess this uh, the contestant like wore like a, a rabbit, like a horrifying rabbit look. And at the end of the episode, they're like turning a spit with like a hunk of meat. But like the rabbit ears are on top of it. So that's how you find out who got exterminated, and then you never like you see them at the end of the season for like the judgment or the reunion. But like they are determined in the world of Dracula, they are dead. They've been killed off. It's, it's like Rampa. It, it <laughs> exactly. It's super fun. The drag looks are fantastic. Uh, season four, my highlights were. I think I sent you guys a picture from one of my favorites, uh, who was Hoso Teratoma. Um, a South Korean queen who competed this past ye- season. Um, she had a, a recent look. She posted on her Instagram of uh, Evangelion inspired look of like end of Evangelion. That was uh, great. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Host of Teratoma's Fantastic. Uh, you've got Saint who is a Georgia queen. That I'm just sending you the promo looks now, but they look fantastic, they look fabulous, and they are working on a budget that is like a fraction of what many of the queens on drag race are working with. Uh, Dragula also happens to be the first uh drag competition show to feature a drag king, um, by the name of Landon Sider, who uh is will be, uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. um, and also the first AFAB drag artist, which assigned female at birth, so it's like not a drag king exactly, like a woman as a drag king it's a a woman assigned female at birth as a drag queen um and the season four it one featured is a woman by the name of sigourney beaver and she's wonderful <laughs> she presents incredible looks um But, like, everything is, like, all the the feelings and the drama is very raw and very personal. It doesn't feel, like, kind of put upon as Drag Race can sometimes feel like because of its production value. Uh, Dragula seems very just, like, necessary, and it feels like a, a burgeoning underground in the drag scene, like, coming to life. And it's truly inspiring to watch. And I say all this to try and convince you, one... Watch season four. It's a hell of a time. The looks are incredible. The first episode, when I told you they do like the haunted house and all of that, the uh, challenge, the looks challenge is like horror icons. So you get like uh, looks inspired by Saw. You get looks inspired by Alien. Um, Just like all these. The what? The news. (laughs) You get looks inspired by the news. Um, Freaking horror show (laughs) in the news, babe. It's. True, it's so much fun to watch like all these like incredible artists like present these looks that are ways of expressing themselves i didn't even my personal favorite from season four was an artist by the name of dolly who's out of uh phoenix they presented a lot of looks that reminded me of like tom hardy and uh, uh bronson of just like very unhinged they just they're extremely creative very crafty you get to see a lot of the costuming live and put together instead of like where drag race where you know the queens well sometimes you know there's a uh uh, they'll make dresses or they'll make their looks on the spot this is every week in dragon like no one brings like people bring wigs and maybe makeup but they'll they'll never bring their own look until they're you know given the challenge on the show um so it's like it's a combination of like project runway and face off if you guys remember that show from sci-fi back in the day oh yeah um of course if if you enjoyed that sort of like raw artistry with an appreciation for horror and sci-fi and creativity with also the drama that you'll find on you know i guess project runway top chef drag race it's everything packed into one and there's such a heart and sense of creativity it's just it's wonderful um later this month on Shudder, dragula titans begins and that's i guess they're kind of all-star equivalent where a bunch of queens from the past four seasons are coming to recompete. Uh, host of is coming back. I'm absolutely on her team. I'm excited to see what she's got, uh, this way. I mean, this season. Um, but yeah, it's season or er, season four, episode one, great place to start. If you're curious, just give it a shot. See what you like. I think that would, if anything would get you interested in drag. It's fantastic. I love the art form.
1: After after five years of pitching RuPaul to me and me uh not watching RuPaul because I stand for the earth. <laughs> um uh, I think this has gotten me into giving giving drag shows a shot. You, you give me a haunted house, I'll watch it. And that- I like this uh this art the clown inspired look you've got here. Uh the most recent one. Oh yeah. That's Dolly. Uh, ah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm yeah, I will watch this. I got my shutter account <laughs> dusted off for spooky season. I might need it as a palate cleanser between creep one and two.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There are uh, Dolly has several looks that I think y'all will like, especially because they are extremely inventive and like, you can tell all these, like the contestants are real nerds and they have a real passion for the stuff of what they put together. So it's, it's real refreshing to see. Um, Yeah. It's, you know, I've always said drag is wrestling is anime. It's all, all of our interests wrapped into one of just like, over the top expression, self-expression with like incredible skill involved. And also, you know, flashiness, camp, everything. But yeah, Dragula is very much worth your time. Watch season four this month. It'll get you in the spooky mood and also watch Titans when it starts later this month. It should be a, a great, great time.
0: Sounds like USA Network to me. Characters welcome. Characters, all about that. Hmm?
2: Characters freaking welcome, baby. Characters welcome. <laughs> truly. <laughs> all right. Well, now let's talk about characters unwelcome. Uh-oh. We've got some time. Let's Oscar. Let's... <laughs> the Polish guy who couldn't read on Hey Arnold. <laughs> um, yeah, what were uh, some TV shows, movies, moments that frighten you as a child?
0: Is someone to bring up Goosebumps? Whoever brings up Goosebumps, I have an addendum to it. Uh, it was specifically the episode of The Babysitter, where there's a guy who's watching a baby, and the baby's like the devil. And at one point, it makes the most... Terrifying, contorted face, and in, in the episode, and I got up and ran from the room screaming. <laughs> so that was that was my one goosebumps episode. But for me, it was a movie. 2005, we were all 12. Sean was 13, because um, he's old. You say like it was his fault, <laughs> his son. Sean was born a year <laughs> earlier. Uh, so 2005 was going to have the boys over for the weekend. We're going to get some drinks down, some you know sodas, some uh, video games. you 12. <laughs> <laughs> sodas, of course, sodas, you know. Um, and you can't have the boys over and bring some sort of pansy movie. So no. I or went to Blockbuster. Film. I went, yeah, stuff film. I went to Blockbuster, went to find a scary movie. I knew nothing of Merit then. I knew nothing of what a box, I didn't know what a box office was. So I picked out the classic 2005 horror film White Noise. Have, have any of you heard of or seen the movie White Noise is that a J horror? No, it's not. It's not. Um, the I've lead heard person of it. in this—I don't. I've it,
2: never seen it.
0: Michael Keaton is the lead in this. Oh, um, it's a movie about EVP, EVPs, which are oh, electro- electronic voice phenomena. Where those who are in the great beyond communicate with us through electronics like the radio or television or whatever. I couldn't tell you a single thing about what that movie was about. But there was a scene where this guy's like wife or something was talking to him or a ghost. was, And it was like, get out of my house is like, what it sounded like coming through the radio. And let me tell you, the boys were impressed. It was a scary night. <laughs> we, were, we were all <laughs> Dr- drinks in hand, terrified. Uh, slipped with the lights on. So that, that's my white noise, 2005, look it up.
1: Tyler, what do you know? What this film has on Rotten Tomatoes? Probably like a two, seven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! Wow,
0: it has a seven.
1: This is absolutely skyrocket. I'm sorry, Sean, for your drag show. I gotta watch White Noise tonight because <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's on Stars. If you have a Stars subscription, that's the only place you could probably find it, or find a DVD at a garage sale. Oh shit! Uh, Jeffrey Sachs. Little Sacks the Ghost. Little Sacks the Ghost's long uh, ancestor.
1: Holy moly. How did you find this movie a
0: blockbuster? I I don't know. It probably was, you know, just... It's like a out. Hellraiser,
1: like, hey, do you want this movie, kid?
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's got a cool poster. I mean, I get it. Yeesh. There was a lot of those kinds of films back in the mid-2000s. It was like this. I remember seeing one called, like, we were talking about the streaming service shutter, but there was, like, a... Movie called Shudder about a ghost camera. Um, you know, just mid budget were J horror remakes. Right. Right. Like Pulse, all the all the ring sequels.
1: Yep. They're just like, hey, the ring's popular. Let's take a bunch of Japanese movies and remake them with the cast of Friday Night Lights.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's... <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's getting me excited for Smile though. I feel like that's that kind of caliber film. Hopefully yeah. Smile does better at seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but you know what I'm talking about. So far I think it is. It's pretty good. Yeah, the commercials for Smile are claiming that it's going to be a horror classic that people are going yeah. to be talking about for generations. I don't believe that, but I think I've, it seen, it. I've seen it back. You've seen Smile already?
1: Yeah, I told you I have a copy of it now.
2: Oh, you, can edit it out. Right.
1: you watched it in the comfort like, of
2: your own home. I was like, I want to
1: go to the theaters because the, the theater near me—I I was the only ticket there—and I was like, I don't want to go do
2: this. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Okay, scary. It's, it's a lot of jump scares.
2: Oh, okay. okay, that's fine.
1: I can deal with that. It's like not 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 the kind of scary movie I like. Mm. Uh, there's mm. some cool creature effects, but very few.
2: Okay. Gotcha.
1: That may well, be a renter. We'll see.
2: White noise um, then. It'll White-wise. be on Paramount
1: Plus. Plus next month. Oh. Will it really? Shit. It will. I looked it up because I, I was like, when's the because I was looking up when the HG version was gonna come out so <laughs> it. Like... Nice. I hope this all gets cut. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a lot of moments where I got scared as a child, which is why I am the way that I am. Uh, most notably, uh, uh, not a Halloween movie, Muppet's Christmas Carol. Uh, oh, wow. There's door that knocker. scene where S- Scrooge walks up to his door and it turns into Statler, uh, who's playing one of the Marley brothers. And he yells and goes, Scrooge. And a, like the door knocker like stretches with Statler's face. Scared the shit out of me as a child. Hated it. It's um,
1: always the non-horror movies that scare you. Yeah, Your guard is down. And
2: so, like People's you're not going adventures. into yeah, exactly. You're not going into a scary movie as far as you, like the first like, apart from my weird sixth sense impre- uh, obsession when I was in like the fourth fifth grade. Uh, I remember watching Signs, and that was the one movie still to this day that made me like sleep with the lights on. Yeah, um, of course, that's the classic. I was the classic. Gonna, okay. Uh Have I talked about my experience with Goosebumps live on the show before? Do y'all know? yes okay i believe there well, was an entire episode last year devoted to goosebumps live yeah. was it really because i really lit it up
1: and it was like a terrifying live show yeah
2: because i slappy. my yes. memories of it yes. like feel like a dream but i don't think they were but i saw goosebumps live at the fox theater when i was like six or seven years old y'all were four or five um you old piece yeah. of shit five or six i should say uh but yeah, it. Uh, I was convinced I was going to be brought up on stage, and my fear of ventriloquist dummies still lasts till this day, thanks to Slappy. I hate that little bastard. Um, what other things? Brave
0: little toaster, emotional trauma. Yeah,
1: Brave little toaster has the the terrifying air conditioner suicide. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I most of mine were like family horror comedies that just scared me when I was three or four, mm-hmm. like a. Uh, Twilight Zone of the movie used to scare me. Uh just like things that were like probably too intense for a small child. <laughs> uh, really, I feel like the 90s had a lot of like claymation jump scare gags, which all of those just to this day. Keep them to yourself, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it, someone who got shuttered to watch Mad God. I don't want to see
2: that. Yeah, if you enter stop motion into anything, I not. You know, Leica movies are fine. I can handle, you know, Henry Selleck, Nightmare Before Christmas, whatever. But like any other, like like Claymation, Mad God, that sort of thing really unsettles me, and I can't really figure out why.
1: Beetlejuice has a couple of really really rough ones.
2: Yeah, and Beetlejuice is so good.
1: Beetlejuice is a fantastic movie. But yeah. When you're four, when Gina Davis pulls her face off in the closet,
0: it is terrifying. And that is
1: when you're unable to
0: understand nope. what's real and what's not real. Yes, that's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I still don't know. Yeah, same.
1: Every Indiana Jones has like one scary part uh, <laughs> for some
0: reason. The face reason. melting, yeah.
1: The, the guy turns into a skeleton. I don't know why like, was Spielberg like, alright, we're going to make a really fun pulp series and every film is going to have one scene that's going to make a kid shoot
2: himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy's going to pull it out. Uh, the heart. heart. Yeah. <laughs> Karima. I think I never I didn't see Indiana Jones until I was like well into adulthood. But like I remember Star Wars like Obi Wan's death scene spoilers really got me. What Trash compactor scene? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Tyler, I know you started organically from uh, uh, episode one and you're moving through in order. And you just finished Obi Wan the Disney Plus show. But um, I know, yeah, he's reading all the books first. Yeah, <laughs> um, four hundred of them. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else. Really, really good. Oh, oh, yeah. The Mars Attacks trailer that played before Space Jam.
1: Tim Burton really had the the vice grip on scaring children. Truly. I remember there was a big fish cutout at the theater near me, and I was afraid of it because I as a kid, had built that font, had associated itself with so many times I'd been scared of the movies. <laughs> so I just like, I don't like that font. That's a scary font. But <laughs> it's just like the Beetlejuice slash Night Before Christmas slash Mars Attack slash.
2: Just a font just with a hands. little whimsy. It's
1: just like. Yes. I was just like, I don't like
0: it. I don't like that at all. Oh, 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 oh. American History X. Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying as a child. <laughs> <laughs> That's on shutter. No, it's on.
2: <laughs> Goddamn it, like
0: six like... years old.
2: Why is he biting the curb? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just remember my younger brothers were afraid of like practical things, like escalators and street sweepers and mm. things that like were in the real world. But I was afraid of uh, I don't know the the recesses of my dreams.
0: Jesus, John. Just, <laughs> Yikes. I thought yeah. we were not going to talk about this.
2: <laughs> it was mostly haunted by the Mars Attracts. Mars Attracts. Mars
1: Attacks Mars was the X-rated parody of Mars Attacks. Yeah. And we are going to make that if that hasn't
2: been made yet. I'm, I'm on the phone with the legal department right now. I'm booking it. We have the copyright. <laughs> we have the copyright. I remember going to a science museum as a kid and getting scared. There was like a, a, a fucking like trash exhibit. About like not littering and there's a huge, oh man, there are so many places I went as a kid that I got scared of everything. I got scared of it's a small world. I've talked about that before, I'm sure. legitimate. It wasn't even the ride. It was getting on the boats. Okay, that's not legitimate. That was the year Titanic came out. And so I thought (laughs) boats are made to sink and I'm going to get on that boat and it's going to sink. And there are going to be octopuses in the water. And I remember throwing an absolute tantrum in line.
1: God, I love the kid who can't get on. It's a small world because the Titanic happened on a boat. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, we went to the science museum and there's like, you like walk into this like trash don't litter exhibit. And one of the walls was mocked up to be this like, kind of, it looked like bags stacked on top of each other and just like refuse and garbage. And like in the middle were two, like it was a black pit with two glowing red eyes and it would growl at you as you walked past. Horrifying. Walking into a place in Hollywood, then. seeing the the life-size Terminator. Still haven't seen Terminator to this day. That's really good. I know. You're missing out. I'm not scared of the Terminator two, anymore. One and two are great. They've made three four times. <laughs> yeah. They just as we enter, like... Like, spooky season, man. It's still, there's still that bit of excitement of walking down, like, you know, I was in the Michaels the other day, and I walked down the Halloween aisle, and I saw a bunch of skeletons, and I got, like, a little chill. I was like, how fun, like, that suspense of, like, one of these could pop out if there's a weirdo in here, but none did. <laughs> so, there's still that, that fun thrill of, like, going to haunted houses and, like, getting just spooked and scared that I, I crave now that, as a child, would have ended my life. My day, at least.
1: Friend of the show, Evan, and I had a very similar experience because we were at Hot Topic this weekend. Mm. Uh, We were at the Cumberland Mall Hot Topic, not the Doxos, the arcade there. And um, There's an arcade in the Hot Topic? (laughs) There is. (laughs) Um, Wow. I was like, we were both talking because I feel like we had very similar high school experiences in terms of our social lives. And I was like, were you afraid of Hot Topic as a kid? And he was like, Yeah. Yeah, And I was like, did you think that there was an employee hiding in here that was going to scare you? And he's like, absolutely. I did. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> which I lo- remember
2: looking at Hot Topic and being like, I'm going to get jump scared and
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is no way to conduct
2: business. No. Mm-mm. I remember I wanted my first pair of Converse and the only place you could get them at the ball was in Hot Topic. I didn't know about Journeys for some reason. But I didn't want to go to the back <laughs> of the Hot Topic where the shoes were.
1: I I just remember being, I think part of the reason I like horror movies so much is because when I was a kid, I was afraid of the idea of Hot Topic. And now it's kind of like, uh, look at me watching
2: a guy die.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me watching American History X by myself.
2: (laughs) Tyler did that in the fourth grade. Now he can withstand anything. (laughs) I'm invincible. He didn't even cry. I watched a man (laughs) die in Fort Lauderdale in 2002.
1: (laughs) Just to watch him die.
2: Oh, man. Well. Folks, that's the that's gonna end the first episode of Radish and Spooky Season 2022. What
0: mm-hmm. frightening Chuck things we'll bring
2: next week? We'll see if we can even remember. I've been Sean. You can find me on Twitter at that Sean Barry, Sean M. Barry everywhere else. I'm
1: Will. Uh my name is Mark Applied. Welcome back to Five Nights at Freddy's.
0: <laughs> A lot of Five Nights at Freddy's at Hot Topic now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs>
0: Uh, Tyler, you can find me online at Tyler for Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Join our Discord at slash Discord. Real quick, just I know we're running long. Real quick, Tyler's uh, Tournament of Champions. Uh, I don't even know if it's a tournament, but we're using some usual fighters in the tournament. Imagine the scene, the scariest scene, well, one of the scariest scenes from the original Jurassic Park film where the two children are in the kitchen and they have yeah. to survive and get from one end of the kitchen to the other without alerting all of these velociraptors.
2: I didn't even get Same,
0: that far. I don't believe you. Same the scene.
2: Dilophosaurus scared the shit out of me. I didn't. I. I haven't seen the latter Like. Two thirds of Jurassic Park and What the like hell's the
0: Dilophosaurus?
2: 17. <laughs> um, That scene,
0: but with Theodore Roosevelt.
1: Is he the kids or is he the dinosaurs?
0: He's the kids. He's the kids.
1: No, I like this other one where it's the kids okay. in like a Hall of President situation where
0: yeah, the Rick Jurassic Park kids brought back Theodore Roosevelt from the Amber. Yeah, okay. okay. Then we'll go with that one. Can the can the Jurassic Park kids survive uh Theodore Roosevelt no. over?
1: No. No. Damn. He conquered San Juan Hill.
2: America barely <laughs> could survive Theodore Roosevelt. Do you they think could Theodore Roosevelt with a gun
1: and he'd be fine? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: That's true.
0: Canonically, could can Theodore Roosevelt fight a Velociraptor?
1: Absolutely. Does he and have him? the rough riders.
0: No, he doesn't have the rough riders. Ooh. He's got Wario. I'm still going yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Theodore Roosevelt and Wario. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's three <laughs> velociraptors in a kitchen.
1: Can he do the Chris Pratt thing that is his only character trait in those movies where he holds his hand out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and tames him. Hey
1: there. And can silence dinosaurs with the palm of his hand.
2: I know he was American. I can only imagine him with a, an Australian accent.
0: Yeah. Peter Roosevelt?
2: Yeah. That's he not just, a knife. He's got that, that look. Got that dog in him. Got that dog in him. <laughs> I've got that dog in me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye everyone. That was a great Australian accent.